This experience is best with headphones. This is a program in partnership with Open and Clear Broadcasting. For more information and additional programs, visit us at openandclear.com. For any questions you would like us to focus on, comments about the show, inquiry about advertising with us, or just want someone to talk to, please visit us there at openandclear.com. So you can go to... So I have to go to your website. Let me explain it in audio right now, and and everybody can hear. And then also I'll send you instructions so you oh can you're have taping it already out. i just uh-huh. started i just started so i can explain to everybody so okay. you go to openandclear.com o-p-e-n-a-n-d-c-l-e-a-r.com and you scroll down to the show i mean it's like a list the whole thing's a list and i am a course in miracles is right on top and underneath the picture it has uh, the titles that move by themselves and the easiest way to just listen to a show right away like today's was I enjoyed today's I've enjoyed these last 50 or last uh, 10 lessons and stuff but uh, mm-hmm. you can you can just click on one and it will open up on your iPhone there just right away and then you can listen to it easy as that so the last 10 um of I am a course in miracles. Uh, yeah, specifically, that's uh, what I've been really enjoying lately. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm on lesson fifty nine, so I've been doing these review lessons, and mm-hmm. it all comes back to everything being God, and it's pretty intense. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, at least okay. for me, and I, as well as I'm doing it anyway. Okay, that might be extremely helpful, actually. <laughs> It's very beautiful. I mean, just like, oh man, I know I can't. Yeah, you just gotta check it out. Uh, I do have a more intimate program uh, called Miracles and Magic. That is just below that on the list. And miracles uh, and magic. It's actually an N apostrophe, which is actually um, that's just the English uh, instead mm. of a Yodwe, which is Hebrew. For on so it's it's about the frequencies. And this all came to me. I didn't even know this when I was starting it. But um, mm-hmm. on one side, there's miracles, the high frequencies. And on the other side is low frequencies of the magic. And in between, in, 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 in what is the heart chakra, kind of the green frequency, on the other side mm-hmm. of that is the, is the pink frequency. So there's a giving and receiving of love. So it's about uh, the realization that all the frequencies which attributes and belief systems and and everything is all just another frequency in the colors of the rainbow which is all this yudwe which is god the unexplainable white light that is you know everything it it involves every frequency you can't deny you know this lower frequencies you know demonic stuff as well as you can't deny this higher frequencies of you know holy stuff and you know it's all it's all the same thing ultimately and that's kind of what it's talking about but different but different frequencies yeah so if i'm so like i'm a visual person so if it were on a chart so you have a symbol um and then you have at the top uh the top frequencies and then it just lists them down to the bottom or you said something about the front or the back though right uh, well, think of it, you can imagine a light through a prism, right? And mm-hmm. when it goes through the prism, it becomes the rainbow. Uh, that same mm-hmm. one white light is still oh. divided by the prism. And this prism has to be clear. You know, it has to be a certain, you know, type. Uh, it has to be, let's say, uh, crystal clear, like Christ. Because <laughs> it is mm-hmm. Christ, it is the div- the prism itself. Yeah, yeah. So it the Christ divides up the light from in in order to perceive it. So now it can travel up and down these frequencies, perceiving the same mm-hmm. experience instead of like it, without without the world and without uh, somehow a spirit world or a physical world, or either projection or extension. Uh, Christ and God sees nothing 
There is nothing there. It is quite literally, God made the perception of himself, and that's what the sun is. And the sun now develops everything that it is experiencing uh, simply by asking, you know, what is God? What is the experience of God? Okay, let me see if I heard you correctly. You said that that God is the sun? Yeah, or God, God is, is? Yeah, Son of God, Father of God is, is all oh, God. Oh, Son, Son of God. Okay, and I'm thinking, I was, I what, what just went in my mind was like the sun, the sun, um, the moon, the stars, the uh, sun. Yes. You know, that sun. Yes, I'm a sun <laughs> so <worshiper>. that's what, <laughs> um, not really, but <laughs> that I know of. And that's a frequency. Uh, that's a, you can't deny any of it and accept the wholeness of the white light. That's the thing. It's like you okay. can't deny red. And say you accept everything or accept Christ or accept God because you're denying a frequency of that white light. So white isn't even white anymore when you're denying a frequency. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, it kind of does, but I need to, to uh, connect it to like a worldly experience. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, I, I could do uh, presentations on it. We could We could actually have like an example. So when but when you see a color, you actually see the absence of that color. So you're seeing everything else but that color. And so the experience of denying a, a frequency is... Okay, is say color. that again. When you said when I see red, then I'm you're actually denying seeing, the other colors? Oh, when you're seeing red, you're actually... So, okay, so it does get tricky. It does get tricky. Yeah. And we're, we're talking about physics here. And so let, mm -hmm. you shine a light on an object and then it reflects back. And what is reflecting back, the color you see, is actually mm -hmm. every other color than the one reflecting back. Does that make sense? So, no. Okay. Well, <laughs> we can just make it simple that... Because I'm know, looking at a green tree right now and... Yeah. Okay, so... So you're seeing I'm... the absence of green... And that's why it becomes green. It is green. You see green. So if I deny the white light of, of reflecting any color. So green is what it's absorbing. Does that make sense? So it's becoming green. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, you know, in, in almost this denial aspect of what is the part of the frequency that it is. So it's so tricky. I'm and that's, denying that's, all the other colors. In a way. So, in a way. but but see, this you know, this is trying to understand the laws of physics. I'm separating and, out. I'm separating out the world and in the color realm. Yeah. I'm. So the what I that's so, more important. Uh, there is the only way that the Son of God can experience anything, is mm -hmm. through division. And if if I am everything, I can't even experience myself. Because I'm infinite in experience of every last little thing, every detail, mm -hmm. every option of mm -hmm. detail is everywhere. Mm -hmm. To where I am almost to the infinity of being nothing. So the division of the everything that is nothing at the same time is the Son of God now can perceive the experience of itself. So we're all the Son of God. So that we can perceive the experience of the entirety of God. So right now in this life, this is just a pinpoint on this so-called timeline and timelines and experiences. Yeah, I was just, yeah, I was just going to ask you, how does time fit into this? So, um, so say that again. So uh, the time fits into. Uh, separating things out. Yeah. Well, my and favorite way is, I mean, separating things out, say you literally took every single book on this planet and every single copy of that book in every single library, and not just this planet, but every single uh, universe with books and, and, and parallel universes with all their books and if they were written mm -hmm. differently and aliens and all their books and everything. Mm -hmm. And we couldn't, packed all of that into one library that seems intense right let's say uh, mm -hmm. but let's compact it all to one shelf I mean, we're mm -hmm. putting all this information into one shelf and mm -hmm. and that's that's not even the gist of it either 
this is compacting mm-hmm. it to to one book. I mean, all that information, all those lines on on top of each other, you can't even read mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. and that's not even the fullness of what is the completion of God, is you compact all of those pages all down to one sentence, and you mm-hmm. compact all that one sentence down into, you know, one letter size, and you compact that collapses all, time. That that is the black hole. That is the infinite experience of what is God. God can't be read, can't be enjoyed in that experience without someone reading it. So it has to divide itself up. So that's like almost the black hole and then the big bang that makes it into all these big libraries and the voice that speaks all of these words and all these experiences. And then you're sitting here reading a book and you call it you. This is your life. This is you are the experience of that entirety of what is God. Uh Yeah, so that you can understand it. So it could, so God can know itself. So you are quite literally becoming as God, whether it be in this lifetime or whatever definition of whatever existence or anything. It doesn't matter is because you are an aspect of God that if God didn't, if we didn't have your life, the library, endless libraries of books of, of God would be incomplete. There would be a page missing. There would be, you know, a book missing called Nadine that didn't exist and and then the completion of god there would be it would it would be it wouldn't be complete all right so um how does that relate to the journey home like the undoing of the ego okay so the ego it doesn't actually exist let's make it clear right there so the ego is an idea that takes all of these books in this library and you have them all readily available to you. You can pick from any of them and all of them. But you, mm-hmm. the ego is focused on one book, focused mm-hmm. on one line at a time. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it has to be able to know all of the books in order to know what to deny of itself. So like it's a profile of a perspective of God. So you, you have, you're reading this specific story, this specific book, in order to know this aspect of God. Does that make sense? But from the ego's point of view, what did you say about that? I didn't quite So the ego's it. point of view is very specific to be lost in the world, to be, think it's, you know, has this own self, this unique idea of a will on its own. And, you know, from the right. ego's perspective, it is just whatever it is in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but from the Son of God's perspective is, the Son of God can't be contained. It is simply reading this book and can stop and look around at any other book at any other time and read at the same time. But like, even if I jump over to another book, it doesn't change the fact of what happened in one book, you know, your story Mm -hmm. of what you're doing Mm -hmm. and you're talking to Devin Mm -hmm. and literally time as the son of God can stop time completely just by stop reading that book and going over to this other book of somebody in India. And we're reading this story of the Buddha, let's say, and he's, and at the same time come back over to the book and start right back where we left off in this life and the ego has no idea that you know we jumped over to anything else so the son of god is is, it's like you quite literally realize who is reading the book of god who who is reading the book of your life okay so are you referring to the watcher within yeah pretty much um it's I mean, as this perceiver goes, it's, I mean, even the ego can be understood as a perceiver of the, the world and of itself, uh, yet it is, it is kind of that sort of a detachment from that experience. Uh, it's, it's aware of these thoughts that are more expansive that quite mm-hmm. literally manifest into the physical reality mm-hmm. in every moment. Okay, so let me give you uh, an example, and let's see how this all fits in. Okay. So today, when I woke up, I had uh, the feeling of shame uh, to a very uh, thick mm-hmm. level, you know, okay. and it. I kept trying mm-hmm. to wake up and uh, from sleep, and I just had that feeling underneath. Mm-hmm. So once I got up, I... Um, I mean, I was carrying this feeling around, and I 
went onto YouTube and I watched a couple of things and somebody said um, something about the ego. Ed, uh, the ego also stands for edging God out. Mm-hmm. And it went like, boom. It's like I connected um, somewhere right, right around there that the shame has to do with something that I'm setting up about all the stuff that I'm, I feel like I'm supposed to have done and supposed to have caught up and, um, you know, around uh, living things and, you know, bills yeah. and, you know, <laughs> housework, et cetera, et cetera. And it just, and then the shame released, boom, like that. And they, you know, kind of tried to come back around and grip a few times. Okay. Um, as I was trying to get ready and I was behind time and I needed to, you know, get my mom situated with things she needs. Right. So, yeah. So this thing about edging God out, um, concept, um, and then maybe, you know, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. So the experience and the, the understanding isn't like a linear time thing. In order to know who you are as Nadine, you mm-hmm. quite literally, as the Son of God, are in denial in this moment while you're reading this book of everything else that's happening. But you know, you literally know everything else. You know everything in this universe, everything in the multiple universes, and universes upon universes, quite literally the entirety Mm -hmm. of the knowledge of God. So while you're sitting here reading this book, it Mm -hmm. is appropriate for to be in this story, to actually know this firsthand experience of Mm -hmm. Nadine, that you have to deny everything. There's nothing wrong with that, as most people understand the ego as being a problem. uh, Mm -hmm. But there's really no guilt in reading a fantasy, you know, and, (laughs) you know, believing that... You know, you can be lost in, in this oh story. And it, yeah. It, and well. So what, Nadine, yeah, has a, a feeling of shame and everything, but the Son of mm-hmm. God is completely free of that still. And we can yeah. experience this whole transitional period in which we're doing in this life right now as, as going into spirituality and returning to the awareness and knowledge of God in which the Son of God is actually having. Uh, it's just a transitional period of, you know, what if, what if, what if, like the never-ending story I keep thinking of, this is the movie and the book is trying to describe that even the reader of the story has a reader of his story. <laughs> and like, is, is, he is the story and it's all revolving around him while it's being written in the experience. It's pretty intense. I and mean, many people think that, you know, we're supposed to get out of the dream because it's an illusion. And, and so we think that mm-hmm. the physical world is a dream and we want to get out of that. But we deny the whole fact that quite literally what the Son of God is, is a dream unto God. Because in the experience of all that is, that is the knowledge of God, it needs to divide itself up in order to know itself. And therefore it divided itself up into the Son of God and God. So right there, right there, Mm -hmm. to freeze frame that. (laughs) So what, again, does that have to do with the journey back home? Like in the course, it talks about, it's about undoing the ego, right? Mm -hmm. And going back to remembering what is real. So in that moment. Doesn't it? In that moment, just previously, just a little bit ago, you had an aha. Okay. So this isn't an aha. Mm -hmm. This is timeless scenario. This is a timeless thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. You came back and went and ahead and, and began being Nadine again. You're supposed to. That's Nadine's story. So the Son of God's sitting there reading about Nadine and has an aha and stops reading for a second. Oh, yes, I am the Son of God. And then goes back to Nadine instantaneously back to the exact same spot into the story of Nadine now questioning reality and you know, and about I, and out I want to say, what is this for? <laughs> what it, w- you know, because suffering, it doesn't, it's like, what? Yeah. What the hell? You know, what <laughs> am I doing about, why am I insisting on creating this suffering? You know, <laughs> it's like yeah. very perplexing well, um, if, in a way. And then, okay. you know, yeah. yes, go ahead. No, I, I, I understand and agree. And this, this doesn't last forever. Uh, 
But in order for you to know the entirety of every option, of every possibility of all existence that ever could be and ever will be and ever was, this mm -hmm. is one of them. You can't deny this one and know God. Does that make sense? So God, mm -hmm. God really well, it, has in no way, definition. You know. God mm -hmm. has no definition. But if God was anything, meaning had a definition, it would be everything. So right. this is a part of everything. That if I denied your life and the fulfillment and fullness in its entirety of being suffering and pleasure and every option of it, then I'm, I'm quite literally denying God the gift of everything. But what is real, though? That is the, <laughs> what is, you know, the only thing. But, that, so that's so in the big okay in the course in the beginning. What are those words again? Uh, about every, um, the very first uh, in the introduction. Where it's talking about in in the, in the introduction, it's talking about love is all encompassing. Um, no, the about um, some something about what is real cannot be threatened. Yeah, um, and nothing unreal exists. And nothing unreal exists. So, do you know that that whole little? Yeah. So, what, what a course in miracles is about is mm -hmm. is quite literally getting you to realize who is reading the book, uh, opposed to being the the character in the book. Okay. So, mm -hmm. a course in miracles is what is what I right, can use right, as, right. That's a journey like back home. That's what I'm. That's what I'm referring to. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, so it's still going to it's still in the story. So once the story's mm -hmm. done, then you do that. Oh, yeah, so, wait, wait, yeah. So like even even in a movie, uh, a person can have a, an awakening in the movie, but the movie keeps going. Or even if they have an awakening, either the movie stops or keeps mm -hmm. going. So it's not up to what's happening or the characters in it. Mm -hmm. it what's happening, you know, your the awakening's gonna happen anyway. The, the movie's mm -hmm. going to stop. The book's going to be mm -hmm. done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like, I remember there's a part in that talks about, um, I guess it's through some sort of realization that the dream just becomes the happy dream. Yes. And that... it's like putting away the toys that you don't need the suffering thing, you don't need this, and, yeah. or something like that. Um yeah, that is, is. It's like you don't. It's not necessary. It's not your reality anymore. You're done with it. It's over. You know, gigs up. <laughs> so that's not so actually maybe, referring to getting out of the story, getting out of the dream. No, no but it's because it's still saying a happy the change dream. in the dream. Yeah. So this. Yeah. This is going into the the knowledge of that you have no free will, at all. That you and everything you do is directed by the will of God. You can't get out of that. And if you realize that, then nothing you do has any reason to feel guilty for. And that's the whole story about the knowledge of good and evil and the Whoa, Garden that, of Eden. That just kind of <laughs> partially penetrated and then went right by. That yeah. was So the experience of this fourth dimension in which the mm -hmm. Course in Miracles is attempting us to get us out of that into the happy dream uh, mm -hmm. is this idea of having a free will or a personal identity. And we need to know this in order to know the fullness of God. We need to know it's another percentage of the entirety of 100% of what everything could be if it existed and had a definition at all. So mm -hmm. here we are. We, we're, we have the, the, we're in the garden and we can do anything, everything we want. Okay, that's mm -hmm. what God says, right? So if I go and kick a sheep or something, it's God's will because God's allowing me to do this. You know, I can go climb a tree because God's allowing me to do this. But I know it's God's will for me. So if God just said, not necessarily actually believed, that you can't take of this fruit mm -hmm. and you do, then you just mm -hmm. did something really that you believe impossible. So the idea mm -hmm. is to, that is the gateway into having your own free will, is you now think you did something that God did not will for you. Mm -hmm. But he willed the entire thing. He never stopped. It was the whole experience of having a different will. 
is like the knowledge of good and evil. People think, oh, good and evil existed before that, but you didn't have the knowledge. But no, it's, it's knowledge of God's will and your own. That's the knowledge of it. Having a knowledge of a, of a, a will of God and a will of anything else. A will of God and anything else. Is, that's the only free will that you have is to choose that, to see that it's all God's will. Or, it's one or the other, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or I'm going to deny God's will and think it's my own. But if I realized what God was, then I realized also that even doing that is the will of God. This is to know everything. If you go from a back perspective. Um, well, I'm not separate from in God. In other words, it can't be happening unless it was okay to be happening. In exactly. other words. It's all approved. Yeah. yeah. Like you mm-hmm. and how you're talking and what you're saying is all mm-hmm. approved by God. So even mm-hmm. if we're in this misunderstanding of thinking that we have our own free will or that, you know, that we're physical and all this stuff, it, it, regardless, you are still one with God in this moment. Mm-hmm. You are still the will of God pouring through you in every decision you're mm-hmm. making, even to feel guilty, just so you can know everything, even feeling shameful, just so you can know everything. Mm-hmm. And choose again. Well, it, I mean, it's I it's timeless. It's timeless. So I'm saying, like you, you really don't have any choice. You're saying choose again, but who's choosing? Well, at every moment, it's either the Christ or the Antichrist. But you're saying it? the Antichrist exists. Well, in this in this movie, it it, it exists. It, it, but it seems the like Watcher. It. It seems like it, but you're also saying there's a will other than God's. So it's either Christ, which knows it's the God's will, or the Antichrist, which is in denial that it's God's will, not actually having a will of its own. So the ego, to think the ego has a will of its own is is insanity, does not correlate with the correspondence of actually being God. God no, it's just is like choosing back and forth, isn't it? It's like every second we're either choosing one or the other. You yeah, know, but, it's well, like. So, so what is choosing? What is the it that chooses between knowing itself? The false self. And, no, <laughs> the, the one f- that thinks it's doing all this is choosing. And so maybe it's like to so, get back to that, that purity. So you're saying. Purity, that it, the white to that everything the one that's watching to get connected with that part um there is there is something that's or i don't know maybe it's the other way around i don't know what comes in between but there's i know that um that there's a part in the course that talks you know directly about that that every given moment you're either choosing one way or another and and that you before you do make a choice you you confer with one the you know like what you would call the ego mm-hmm. um or the Christ self you yeah. know it's like you know which way um yeah it to i don't know well, to put it it's, in this context it's really tricky about. it's really tricky yeah. because mm-hmm. the decisions made before you're even thinking about it the decisions mm-hmm. made right. before you're even choosing Exactly. And that's one thing I thought today. I'm going like, okay, so there is a part of me that is choosing this, that is actually choosing this so-called suffering, right? Or yeah. that this thing, you know, it's and choosing it, the shame. It's setting it up. It's setting it up. So, so, so if we just simply accept it, let's just say, because it is the mm-hmm. truth, uh, that mm-hmm. you are the all-powerful thing of the universe and cannot be imprisoned. Okay, mm-hmm. you cannot do mm-hmm. anything outside of your will. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're literally creating this for a reason. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you don't want out of it. You do not there want out of it. There seems to be that. Yeah. No, I mean, you do not. Not at that put that. At no, that seriously, time, for sure. You want in this. Yeah, I got I mean, it. No, I sort of, sort I, of. I, I'm, I'm seriously saying, like, you do not no, want I, out I of this. No, I hear you. So the the idea that you want out of this is simply so you can experience loss. You want to experience emptiness and shame. 
So realize that you want to be yeah. in this and you are the all-powerful thing in the universe that nothing can be doing. You can't be a victim of it. You are doing it to yourself and the rest yeah. of the universe. Yeah, we are doing this. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, so I mean, you want to be doing this. So you never want to not feel shameful when you're well, feeling there's... shameful. You don't want to choose again. And this isn't until some psychological... I do. Until I do. Exactly. Right? Until I... It just naturally happens. Yeah, it naturally happens because the Son of God makes a choice and it is done. And if it's not mm -hmm. done, the Son of God is not making that choice to do so. So there's a purpose that mm -hmm. you're not wanting to see. You, you literally have the knowledge of the entire universe. So it goes to what is this for? <laughs> What's the purpose of this? What, what is it for? What am I trying to get out of this? Yeah. You know? Yeah, what, what is it? What am I trying to really say? <laughs> yeah. That this other part is, that's, you know, just keep like a kid that's stomping their feet. Oh, this is the real part. You know, see, I feel, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So kind of the question was, what if I was separate from God? And, and literally the entire existence of everything are the experiences of that. So you are the answer. Your life is the answer to this question. Wow, I didn't hear one thing you just said. That was weird. That that thing you just, example you just made, Yeah. it was really weird. I couldn't hear it. Oh, like it was trippy? Uh, yeah, it was really trippy. I heard your <laughs> voice, and I it didn't compute into one, one you know, comprehensible... <laughs> Would you say that again and let me see if I do the same thing? So the question, we can say the question. Maybe a little bit different. The, mm -hmm. Okay, you want a different? Or you, so you heard it, but you either didn't way, Either way, either way is fine. Huh? You heard it, but it didn't comprehend? Not or, right. So the Son of God, okay, so there's God. Mm -hmm. Divides itself into this experience of the perceiver and the perceived. So the perceiver mm -hmm. is the son of God, and it can look in, onto God and see it sees nothing. And then so it says, mm -hmm. what is God? And therefore, what is God? And that answer, because God loves his son, he gave, gave him the world, and the worlds mm -hmm. upon worlds, and the universes upon universes, to answer his question of what am I? Of what okay. is God? So the, everything is the answer to God, to what is God? What am I? There's no part okay. or aspect or an idea that is not here. So this life that we're living right now is just, you know, that pinpoint in, in such a huge, vast picture of all existence in which God is. So this isn't, this is nowhere the center of the universe in my experience of God, in the actual experience that the Son is having of experiencing everything. And it's not real? It doesn't matter if it's not real. So the entirety of the existence of the answer, if it was anything, is a dream. So, so that's why I love the dimensions and how to explain it in the dimensions. So the first dimension is a line between two points. That's the perceived and the perceiver, okay? okay? That means the Son of God and God. That's the first dimension. To the first dimension, this is an illusion to the zeroth dimension. God itself, the Son of God, is an illusion. So then the Son of God asks its question and makes a spirit world, second dimension. This is an illusion to the Son of God. The spirit world develops this idea of a physical world. And this is an allusion to the spirit world, to the Son of God, to God. And it's different layers and dimensions, quite literally, of like if you take a cube and, and you think of, you know, third dimension is length, width, and height. Second dimension is length, width. Uh, then there's just the line. And then there's just the point as we're going back in dimensions. It's like it's all the same one thing. But we're looking at it in a different way. So as you're looking at the physical world, you're still looking at the same God that's in the first and zeroth dimension. But you're looking at it with a whole new 
perspective, a whole new angle called height, width, and mm. depth. And then on top of that, we have the fourth dimension, which is a continuity of memory. So if I, I make that cube, and I remember making it, and I, then I smash that cube, and I remember smashing it. Then there's the, the whole Mobius-type snake-like thing of time, of going from point A to point B, and this memory of my life. And that's the fourth mm -hmm. dimension. And there's ten dimensions. And so we're, uh, yeah, of the same perspective, or different perspectives of the exact same singularity, which is God. All united in all different perspectives. So it's, it's intense. So, I mean, as you're saying, it's all an illusion. We can point at this physical world and say it's all an illusion. And, but everything, everything in existence of everything is, is a type of an illusion. Made up. Yeah. Oh, it's all made up. So, I mean, what the Course is specifically talking about when it's saying an illusion is you think you're separate from all of it. Right, yeah. right. Like, you're, you think you're separate from that wall or that chair, and yet you think you're a body, which is physical and just as real and connected to them as anything else. <laughs> yeah. And that's only the third perspective of that same singularity, which is God. So most people, in, in what they understand of of the awakening is going into the happy dream, which is the spirit world, going into the spirit mm -hmm. world. You're going to do this when you die anyway, but you can do it, you know, in, in a realization of, of who you actually are because Christ mm -hmm. is making this decision. But it's going to happen, even as it says, on his own accord. It's going to happen by, God, by Christ's decision, not on your own. So it's going to happen when it's happening. It really doesn't matter how much you're doing it or how hard you're trying. So could you say that Christ in us yeah. makes the decision? Yeah. No, yeah. And it, you know, in, in that's a beautiful way of saying it. However, it's not really in anything. Mm -hmm. It's not really right. out and of it, anything. That's all made up too, yeah. It's like a whole other right. dimension. It's just a way to talk about it and to yeah. Yeah. Agreed. serve it up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, wow. I was getting almost confounded for a moment, <laughs> for a few moments there. Yeah. It's um, it's almost like flitting around like a little hummingbird, kind of look at different things in a way, but it's happening so fast, can't really see the wings. So anyway, yeah, but it's, it's at, actually um, can be looked at through contemplation too and see different aspects and then yeah. um, like if I saw charts like of what you're talking about that's another way yeah. to bring it in well because you're familiar with the Mormon church you know the plan of salvation mm -hmm. is the 10 I'm dimension. not actually oh no yeah. oh, okay. I'm not I, for some reason no yeah I, um, I think we mentioned was before. raised in it up to a teenager but for some reason I missed out a lot of the uh, that main kind of thing so, so you don't I mean, know the, about the, the, the teachings and the other worlds and oh, okay. no I don't I actually okay. don't uh -uh. no I don't well you don't have to be <laughs> mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. I, I, even with this you know I was told if I had started writing a book about it that I'd have to start it out with that all of this information is completely useless that you do not need to know this mm -hmm. at all because mm -hmm. I mean you're gonna you're gonna die and, and find out this completion of the knowledge of God in which you know you are as, as Christ and you're gonna know it all anyway in your own understanding mm -hmm. in your own way mm -hmm. you know. mm -hmm. well what why is it that we keep coming back and you know, seemingly, you know, like, um, yeah. uh, like, so in, well, there's nothing you know, wrong I mean, with doing it for one. And the whole reason yeah. we're doing it is because we're completing God. So it's all mm -hmm. for the fulfillment of God. Like, mm -hmm. so in order to know God, I have to live in every possible option of Devin making every possible decision that he could possibly make, mm -hmm. becoming wealthy at every single age and, and mm -hmm. you know, becoming poor and dying in every single age. 
and mm-hmm. all the possibilities of of Devon, and then all the possibilities of Nadine, and doing all mm-hmm. the same thing like that. In order mm-hmm. to know all the options of everything that could be, I have to know mm-hmm. all of these things. And th- mm-hmm. this is, you know, talk about progress. I mean, that's like making a tiny little decision, each, you know, eventually mm-hmm. reaching the f- fullness of knowing the globe and this world and, you know, the universe and then knowing their globes and your, it's just uncomprehensible to the perspective of being here in this physical body, in this identity. But it's not much well, farther away. Mm-hmm. It's not much farther away. What's well, not much farther away? Well, I mean, the actual uh, eon of existence that's to come. So eons are, are the, the experience of this uh, second, third, and fourth dimension is called the limited eon of the Son of God. So he experiences ourselves with these laws, and we have to obey these laws. Uh, the next era is in, with the with the seal that is broken and prophecies that talk about the Antichrist and everything. This actually opens up into the whole new era of the limited or unlimited version of all of us. So this goes into so resurrection. So is God love? Is God love? What's so? Yeah. What? So God. So is God was is God love? Is that is that true? Is God love, and that everything that's not that isn't so? So what what the Son is, the Son of God is, is the the opportunity for God to love. So there is no real love in the understanding that you have until there was the Son. But there is, you know, until... Wait, doesn't say that actually again. Re- is the opportunity to love? So does someone love if they have no one to love? That's the question. I don't know. Uh, so does God yeah, actually know, if, know like, love? love? Love can just be in anything unlike itself. Um, just there is isn't no, so. There is nothing unlike love. What is all-encompassing can have no opposite. That's why A Course in Miracles is quite literally surrendering the idea of a knowledge of good and <laughs> there being an opposite. Right, right, but in this play, this uh, play that we're playing out. No. Um, no. No. Nope. Nope. Even in this play, just because you have an illusionary idea of something else existing, does not mm. make it real. Right. It does not change the fact that. No, but is one still... feels one. You know, like you're, you're hugging and you're um, somebody, or you're, you know. <laughs> The opposite is you're sticking a knife in somebody, and so to me. So is God the, love? You know. Is God hmm? love? Is God love? I mean, you're saying there is a possibility of an option of God being there, but not there because it's not love. I mean, well, how, because how can we're God just a be- little bit strange, you know. We're doing our own wacky thing until we can come back to our true selves. So we That's can the, be kind of the way I have it. So we can be huh? separate from God. No, just in our thinking, just in our playing out this stuff. But um, even if we're thinking it, it's still an illusion, therefore it's not happening. Right, right. Yeah. So it, oh anything, my God, so that anything so that you the say knife is, isn't really happening and the No, the knife but can we, be happening. But we but still the huh? knife can be happening. There's nothing not love about a knife. There's nothing not love about being stabbed. There's nothing not love about suffering. There's nothing not love about anything. Just because we have resistance to it and yeah, insist but that... that won't make sense. Uh-huh. Well, it will when you get rid of this knowledge of good and evil. This knowledge of, of God's will and an opposite. Yeah, but and I heard a whole bunch of click, click off. <laughs> so... Um, but to um so if you're going for awakening and you think it's only going to mm-hmm. be good then you're you're not going to awaken mm-hmm. the awakening is coming out of there being an opposite of at all quite literally what i look upon being good or bad being right or wrong 
is mm-hmm. still love, which is completely transcendent to the experience I'm seeing. So I can see uh, people hugging, and mm-hmm. love is transcendent. So it, it's, it has nothing to do with that scenario of hugging. And I can see people, these same people, stabbing each other, cutting each other's heads off, and demasculating this guy, and all this stuff, eyeballs gushing, and, and yet love is still transcendent. Love is still outside of that. So I can put whatever images I want to see on top of this love that is all-encompassing, mm-hmm. and, and then I can deny, I can, so I have the canvas, which is love. Mm-hmm. This love is canvas, canvas is love. And I can paint a picture of beautiful things and I can, oh, mm-hmm. I can fall in love with this painting and say, oh, yes, I got to hang this on my wall. It's such a beautiful painting. Or I can, you know, I can mutilating terror, all this painting is, is death and suffering. And, and then I can hate this painting. I can not want this painting. So all I'm doing is denying myself of knowing the love that is behind everything. Because I'm seeing an illusion of what I've made love out to be. Hmm. So it's all good and evil is all an illusion of what love actually is. But you said something about, I don't, uh, okay, so the love is, is beyond all whatever we're acting out. Uh, it's the whatever we're painting on the canvas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you said something about love can't be experienced without the... Yeah. So the giving and another. receiving of love is the whole mm-hmm. way love exists. Like the Son of God is the experience of God having love. Mm-hmm. That's why you are love. Love is what you are. So in that experience is the entirety of the universe, regardless of what we see it as, is God loving us. So it's God so loved his world, or it's his son that he gave him the world, regardless of it being the spirit world or the, the physical world. It doesn't matter. It's, give, it's gifted in a way with no judgment whatsoever. Mm-hmm. That, oh, whatever the son wants... Well, so what love is, I mean, the pure essence of what love is, and the way we can understand it is the whole reason the physical world, the spiritual world, and whatever we're choosing to exist is and exists is like the son chooses to see the father in any form. I choose to see the father as a TV, and therefore the TV exists, but it is all God. So it is the same experience always of the son looking at the father. Son looking at the father. That's all that's happening here. And the son looks at the father and sees this. The son looks at the father and sees this. And it's the same thing with the thoughts and the identity and the ego that we've developed. It's like God has no judgments whatsoever. So I I can look at and choose to see God as murder. And then he represents murder. He, see, he shows murder because he doesn't care. Like he has, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I'll give you whatever. I'll give you whatever. I'll give you whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not talking about any frequency being better or worse or good or bad. You're, you're, you're literally, well, where does that if, part you're go that would, uh-huh. it, if you're looking for it, you'll find it because God will give it to you. It would be here. What about what? So, so relate that to when Jesus is talking about, you know, um, what love is, love is kind, love it doesn't want, um, doesn't seek. Uh, wait, I don't know if it's that right. Um, hmm. Do you know which one I'm talking about? I'm looking it up, and the first thing, 1 Corinthians uh, 13, 4 through 8. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not the not dishonor others. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, 
but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perceives or per perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Uh, where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. <laughs> wow, that was the whole complete thing. Yeah, and you kind so. of need the end there because that's kind of important. Mm. Uh, was so, it saying all that stuff is going to pass away? <laughs> so it's almost as if every, yeah, no, everything's going to pass away, definitely. Um, mm -hmm. Each dimension, even as when we were souls and the experience of our interactions as energy bodies and souls and stuff uh, had a different had different laws like the physical laws here uh, had energetic laws and movement and and how it all works and everything so this could be applied to each dimension however if you do want to actually understand it the love of God is the only way to understand it completely so love is patient which means you know, God has, has no time frame in which, you know, the Son of God can take his time being in any world, in any idea, illusion, or truth, or whatever. And God God's completely patient. Endless patience. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. He's like, mm -hmm. it's whatever you want to do. Love is kind. I mean, what is that? I mean, we refer to as physical bodies being kind to each other, but it's, it's more like not having, you know, insisting that the Son of God should be doing anything differently than it's doing or wanting what something different. What would be the ultimate than, calliness, yeah. Yeah, you know, wanting something for it that it doesn't want itself. And to, mm -hmm. if we're coming to know God, we want to learn to think even as God and, and knowing that everything is God. So it does not envy and it does not boast and it is not proud. So like these are ideas like God does doesn't, isn't concerned about you know what what the sun has because the whole laws of the physical world of having something that it doesn't is completely meaningless and has doesn't apply at all for the creator that can do anything have anything at once in any second and and the one that perceives a reality and, and has this idea where you know it it experiences loss and and all this stuff and it it the God that actually is loving is not thinking that, you know, the sun's experience is better than its, is, you know, outside of what it needs to do. And it's completely patient. So it has, it's not trying to teach us out of this any faster than we're willing to go, but quite literally mm -hmm. that we are teaching ourselves out of this because we are choosing mm -hmm. more. We are choosing more mm -hmm. through our experience. Mm -hmm. doesn't boast doesn't isn't proud i mean what that doesn't even make sense to what is god i mean god why would it boast to itself it doesn't make any sense it does not dishonor others others what are you talking about so it doesn't you know it's not self-seeking you know i don't even know mm -hmm. what self-seeking like we're looking for itself it knows itself completely so even as the sun knows it even it knows its sun completely purely exactly how it is it's perfectly loving so yeah these all can apply to between bodies because mm -hmm. it's all the dimensions are all just another reflection of our relationship with the son of god and god son of god and god so i can do it in with soul bodies oh this soul body and that soul body is just a reflection of the experience between the son of god and god Son of God, physical bodies, like in between your physical body and mine. The love is just a reflection of this experience of between the Son of God and God, Son of God and God. You know, this personality and, and between that personality, uh, between it's a reflection of between the same love that is between God and the Son of God. It's the continuous expansion of that same experience. Okay, so it keeps no record of wrongs. I, why? <laughs> Records of wrongs? I mean, this is like applied with this knowledge that there could be another will other than God's like mm -hmm. there could be some other thing going on say so why right. would it keep track of you know all of the records of everything that is that is like to say you know the universe that Devin uh, killed himself yesterday exists mm -hmm. 
and mm-hmm. the universe that Devin didn't kill himself yesterday exists as well. So to mm-hmm. say to keep track of wrongs is to insist that only the universe Devin killed himself exists and the universe where he did not kill himself doesn't exist. Therefore, God denies himself of an option of himself. That's not possible. They both exist and they're both as pure and perfect as any other idea, any other dream, any other option of the universe. So it does not delight in evil, but rejoices in truth. So the truth is that it is. God is. There's nothing else. And in that experience and that knowledge of that evil is simply an idea that God isn't. <laughs> to have this idea that there is not God's will but my own. And the truth being there is only God's will and not your own. It's a difference wow, between... Wow, that's trippy. I just, yeah, I can't quite grasp it. Because like when you were reading what love is, like yeah. I felt soothed inside. It felt good and... You know, like in the background, it's like, well, how do we apply it? You know, <laughs> yeah. um, in terms of not that specific thing, but this this information that yeah. you're giving into, keep going too. you know, to to, you know, to live a life that is about, you know, realization of true self. I want to say going home. Realizing home, being home, in the glimpses, like the the watcher sees, of me, the watcher and me was seeing that. hmm, Okay, understand this. Understand this, Mm -hmm. Nadine. Let's clear up something. That if you got out of the dream, there would be nothing. There would be nothing. Right. You would not exist anymore. Right. So, as the Course says, many people skip over it extension or projection will never end it is the way that you exist it is the way that you know god exists so the difference between the happy dream and the illusion dream is Mm. one is a projection which means it thinks it's separate from itself and one is Mm -hmm. an extension which knows itself as all of it so this is the extension is with right-mindedness proper thinking that knows itself mm-hmm. as one with God. And the other is, is the illusion where it's not actually happening this way, but it sees itself as separate. It sees it separate. And it denies itself as separate. God. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, okay. So let's continue with this. I want to get through yeah. this. It always yeah. protects. Part two. Mm-hmm. Well, it's still the first part. It always protects. It always trusts. Yeah, no, no. I'm saying next time, let's go into part two. Well, there's just a little bit here. There's a little bit. It always protects, it always trusts, it always hopes, it always perseveres. You know, I don't mm-hmm. even use the word perseveres, so I don't know if I completely understand the definition of that. Mm-hmm. Um, keeps going, you know, it always keeps going. Yeah, like there's no, no reason to fear and stop. And I mean, God is all-powerful, all-powerful. There's right. nothing that can be in its way, and, and that applies to all of these things. So, I mean, love so never like, fails. Oh, okay. Never fails, and and I was like, I mean, what was just coming to my mind is Katie's always saying that um, love is the power of the universe. Yeah, like love is the answer. Like love is energy. Love is it, and it's like that's if that's a direction, you know, (laughs) then going towards that. um, And what is loving, and what is kind? um, Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know how to quite relate. I mean, her, her work is about stopping, is about, is about um, stopping the suffering, <laughs> is about letting go of the suffering, is to realize yeah. we're creating the suffering. It's all of that. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, that it's just a way to see what we're doing to ourselves, yeah. so to speak. It's in, in the mind. And, you know, and to get out of this... It can't fail. So you are the love of God. And this next thing says, love never fails. You are mm-hmm. the love of God. So you, you, if you think you can fail in getting out of this dream or fail in doing mm-hmm. what you want to do, if you want to stop, if you actually want to stop suffering, you can't fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
if just, I really wanted to. Yeah, yeah there's a knowing of that. Yeah. Yeah, if you're suffering, you want to be. <laughs> you want to be. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. It's, it feels like an inner battle. And I was thinking that earlier today. It feels like, oh my God, I'm having this battle with this inner idea about. You know, something's trying to say, no, I want it this, oh, what, this what way. I want the suffering. It? I don't, you know, it's to, to prove that I'm separate, I guess. You know, it's that, that part that I'm still loyal to. It can be something simple. <laughs> it can be something simple to this idea. Like, like you what? Know, you're, you want to suffer because, I mean, you want nice shoes. You, you want new shoes. I mean, you, your shoes start hurting. You're creating the shoes to start hurting and you just because you want new shoes I mean when you could just go get new shoes you think you need an mm -hmm. excuse to so like your suffering is your excuse to wake up your suffering is your excuse to finally be happy mm -hmm. yeah. that has a little resonance in it right there yeah yeah so, but where there are prophecies, oh how they funny! Will cease. I'm gonna I'm gonna write that one down. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. can always listen to the show again. I told you how. Well, I will do that too. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's continue. I I gotta get right. going. So, but okay. where there are prophecies, they will cease. So, like the prophecy of the return of Christ, for an example, it's like the whole reason we exist right now is to fulfill this prophecy. This is like a purpose. Of the physical world right now it's like someone said this is going to happen oh great now it has to exist mm -hmm. now we have to get to that point and it, but mm -hmm. it will cease it will stop it, it will end just like everything else uh where there are tongues they will be stilled like even even knowing love in that experience of love is you know what what is the truth how do you speak the truth when everything knows the truth who are you speaking to when everyone has that information when everyone mm -hmm. knows that, yeah. Uh, where there is knowledge, it will pass away. So knowledge, knowledge of, of anything and everything is like the entirety of the ten dimensions of reality is like the tenth dimension, the completion, let's say the final ending point of the ten dimensions is the same thing as the zeroth dimension. It is the complete knowledge and it returns right back to the very beginning of being nothing. It is the alpha and the omega. It is the complete knowledge of the entire existence. So literally to be in, in every place and every knowledge of every option is to be nothingness. And that's the same thing as ceasing. It would pass away and start again. <laughs> so that actually sounds kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. No, you know? it's, it's not at all, but yeah. Mm. And you're, we're going to willingly do it. I mean, right. There so, is also the possibility that Nadine is not going any further than this planet. So you don't have mm -hmm. to worry about it. Mm -hmm. The Son of God will be doing it. Well, yeah. So the Nadine part. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So so it's too far for me to comprehend. It's impossible for you to comprehend. Impossible, and therefore you will right. not be able to. Right. Well, in this, so in that, this review lesson today, it does yeah. clearly say that everything you see, or that the only things you see, is what God wants you to see. And it very clearly says that. And yet, we think we can see something that we're not seeing. Mm -hmm. It goes in, in correspondence with the idea that the Course says you will understand this Course completely or not at all. Which quite literally means that when it's saying, if you're seeing the physical world, God wants you to see that. You can't get out of God's will to seeing it. You're not doing oh. anything wrong. You're not screwing oh. up. You're going through a series of lessons, a series of ways in which God wants you to learn. So you can't get out of it. You're not doing anything wrong. God's making you do it, ensuring that you do it. And it will never fail. <laughs> huh. Okay. So I think that's a good time to sit with yeah. that. And yeah. thank you, Nadine. I really much enjoyed this today. Oh, good. Okay. Good I, uh, I had moments of enjoyment. <laughs>
but no, it's it's a good thing. It's just it's very perplexing and confusing, and want to you know put it in, take it in, you know, in a qu- more quiet times and review it and and see what light bulbs go on, so to speak. Yeah, knowledge of okay. good and evil. It's all good. You're not doing okay. anything wrong. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Okay. Oh. Trip. All yeah. right. Thank you, Devin. See you next week. Okay. See Bye. ya. Bye-bye.